Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. I want to, again, talk more about the church, the Lord's church, and kind of how we should be looking at this institution, what God has designed. I've been announcing to our radio audience this week we're going to be starting a church. I believe the Lord's been calling me back into pastoring. Church planning has been a big part of my life, my childhood. My folks were church planners as missionaries overseas. My wife and I labored for 17 years in church planning ministries, and we're going to be starting a church in Hickory, North Carolina. I want to put an appeal out to those of you that are in the area here in North Carolina and uh, able to join us. We're, we're trying to build our core team. We're doing what we call our soft launch. Our main launch of the church will be on Easter Sunday, but we're starting services and training of the core team uh, starting this Sunday. We want to invite you to come and to be a part and consider joining us in starting and raising a New Testament church here in North Carolina. I guess when we look at our life and come near to the end and we look back and kind of say, what what did I accomplish? What's my legacy? What will I be remembered? What did I leave behind? And no doubt we're going to look at our family. We're going to say, you know, well, I, I raised some good kids and grandkids, they're fearing God, and they're serving God, and I'm proud of what God is doing in their life and how they're living, and and that's one of the greatest heritage things that you can leave this world with and feel that you have run the race, that you've been faithful, a servant of God, but will that be it? Maybe you could go and say, well, hey, I, I helped see this church get started, or I was involved in this ministry and planting this and being behind it and supporting it. Are we building wood, hay, and stubble, or gold and precious stones? What will God measure our life with? And maybe God might lay on your heart the burden to join us and to partner with us to install the Lord's Church here in Hickory, North Carolina. We'll be starting at 10.30. We're meeting at the Quality Suites Hotel next to Cracker Barrel. Not saying we'll go there afterwards, but who knows, maybe we might. You might want to join us at 10.30 this coming Sunday. Today I want to talk to you about why the Lord's Church is the only institution that can save America. Let, let, let me say that again. I believe that the Lord's Church is the only institution that can save America. America is in trouble, big trouble. I've said it many times, the answer is not in the White House, it's not in government. The answer is not in the courthouse, it's not in the halls of education, it's not in the science buildings, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's in the Lord's house. God gave us three institutions. We could trace through the Bible three institutions that that God is the author of. First, the family. He instituted the family. Then he instituted government. Both these uh, institutions have a large uh, place to, to play in the success and health 
of, of, our, of our lives. And the third institution is the church, the Lord's church. And if we follow God's plan, families, if families follow the Lord, they're happy, they stay together, and they're the building blocks of a nation. You can't have a healthy nation if you don't have healthy families. If you don't have healthy families, you don't have healthy communities. If you've got broken families, you have broken communities, and broken communities leads to broken nations. And governments, governments that follow the precepts and the commandments of God, historically have been blessed immensely, and this nation is one of them. Churches, if they follow God <laughs> and uh, obedient to the scriptures and uh, don't allow false doctrine and live separated lives and all that kind of stuff, if they follow the, God's ways, they're going to have health, healthiness and success and, and blessings from the God. There was a time when the communities thrived because they followed the church. I mean, the church was an essential part of their community. It was involved in the education of their children. They took care of the benevolence, the needs of the community, poverty and homelessness and, and uh, uh, also sickness, the health of their, their community. They were the ones they turned to for counsel, for wisdom, for guidance. But not today. Churches have been kicked to the side and government has tried to replace those places. They take care of the education. You know, churches aren't going to take care of necessarily the the needs of their community because government has stepped in. And look what a terrible job they're doing and the counseling and everything else. And so all of these institutions can bring great success to a nation if they follow and be faithful to the Lord. However, if corruption creeps in, these institutions will fail. And therefore, if the, if the, if they fail, so will the community and the nation. Family corruption. Look at the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve failed to raise their son, Cain, correctly. They didn't teach him correctly. Uh, he decided he's going to worship God on his own terms instead of God's terms. He thought he was the boss. Now, that was a mistake by Adam and Eve. And uh, then we had the first murder of, of, murder of his own brother. And this broken homes, before long, generations followed generations that knew not God. What a big mistake when we don't. And it starts in the family, starts in the home. Governments have seen corruption. Boy, the Bible gives scores of examples of corrupt leaders that only brings pain and ruin to their communities. Someone said absolute power corrupts absolutely, and government tends to have power, and they seek more and more of it. But it's important that we acknowledge the need of the church in a country. John Adams wisely said this, our constitution here in America, our constitution was made for a moral and religious people. He's talking about the church. It is wholly inadequate to the, gov uh, to the government of any other. We can't govern. Our constitution can't govern correctly without people who are moral and religious. And where do they get that? From the church. But corruption has crept into the church. False teaching, carnal leaders. They don't practice separation from the world. They make compromises, and some of them are seeking power and money and wealth themselves. This is why we're told very carefully that there's strict requirements for the office of the pastor. He's the leader of the church. 
1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 2, a bishop, they must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach, not given to wine, not a striker, not someone who's, you know, who's going to start up a fight, not, not, not greedy of filthy lucre, someone in love with, with the money and the power of money, but patient, not a brawler, not someone who's always arguing and, and just you know, getting into arguments, not covetous. One that ruleth well his own house. He brings us into the family again, having his children in subjection with all gravity. For if the man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the house of God? Not a novice, let to be lifted up with pride. He fall into the condemnation of the devil. Moreover, he must, be, must have good report of them which are without, lest he fall into reproach in the snare of the devil. Uh, can I get on my rant here for a minute? Part of the problems in most of our churches today is that in our Bible colleges, we started what we call youth majors, and they start out working with youth, and, they, and they've turned to fluff. They've turned to fun to try to build a crowd, and boy, you think that's successful because they got a crowd, and then that person goes up the ladder. After a while, you know, he's, you know, he grows up. He's not really interested in the youth, and youth aren't interested in him anymore, and he's looking at his generation, his people that, that like and, and leading more, and he kind of comes up the ladder, and he hasn't been taught good theology in Bible college yet, because uh, youth majors don't get the theology that most pastor's majors will get, and then before you know it, he's got the position of being the, uh, the lead pastor, because he's hip and, and can build a crowd, and you know he can, he can talk, talk a good talk, but they're not teaching the Word of God. The Lord's Church is the only institution that can save America. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 15 says this. Listen, uh, I'll just read the last part of this verse because of time. And it says, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of truth. So the church, the, church, uh, the Lord's Church of the living God is the pillar and ground of truth. Now, there's two elements, two pictures here. First, the ground. The ground is our, where, is our foundation. And it's built on truth. If you don't have truth, you have an unsure foundation. Truth today is a scarce commodity. In our, in our country today, no one believes each other politically. There's so much deep division. Lies are told on both sides about each other. No one believes each other. No one knows what the truth is. Uh, they keep selling lies and lies and lies and selling it as if it's the truth, and we know it's not the truth. And when you don't have the truth, you don't have a foundation and fault lines. You know, we, we think these is, that uh, we don't see the effects of it, but, you know, fault lines are in the earth, and eventually they're going to erupt, and it breaks up, and it destroys and lays to waste and leaves just a barren mess behind. And the Bible says that the church is the ground, the truth, the ground of the truth. And so without the church, you don't have the truth. You don't have that ground of truth. And then the second element is the pillar. The pillar is which brings support for shelter to be built. If you have a building and no shelter, if you don't have support to put something over your head, and to bring shelter, then you're left to the elements of this earth. You're left to the hard, cold, wet elements, and that brings only sickness and disease and death. 
So, folks, if there's no church, there's no foundation, there's no truth. If there's no church, there's no pillar, and therefore no support and no shelter. If there's no church, the Bible also says that ye are the light of the world. If, there, if there's no light, there's no guidance, there's no, no, no direction. Folks, no church means no hope. No hope. So that's why I'm here to tell you today is that the Lord's church is the only institution that can save America. Can you imagine? Here's something that the liberals don't have. Here's something that we Christians have. Not only do we have the church, we have the Holy Spirit and the power of God that lies within us. And God has given us a structure to assemble and to meet. The liberals don't have that. Can you imagine if the liberals had groups and uh, people, communities all around the nation that met three times a week, that discussed their core beliefs and values and practiced them and encouraged them? Can you imagine what the liberals could do to destroy goodness and truth and, and everything that you and I believe in there, if they had networks like that branched all across the nation. They don't have it, but we do. God has given us something powerful. The word ecclesia means assembly. You can't have a church unless you assemble. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Now, I know some of you out here have been missing church because of COVID. But if you and your family are still not attending church, but are attending sports events and other gatherings and going shopping, you're living a hypocrite life and your children are watching it. And someday they may decide that God is not really that important either. And God help us. The Lord's church is the only institution that can save America and we need to support it. That's going to be it for today. Join us again tomorrow at the Corners of truth and courage. God bless you.